When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is The World in 10 for Saturday, the 28th of January. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Holly Keogh. Shocking footage is released showing the moment Tyree Nichols was arrested and beaten by five police officers in the US city of Memphis. For a mother to know that their child was calling them in their need and I wasn't there for him, do you, do you know how I feel right now? And seven people were killed after a shooting in Jerusalem. I urge people not to take the law into their own hands. For this purpose, we have the army, police and security forces, and they will act and continue to act according to the cabinet's instructions. Two stories breaking overnight. First to the States, though. And a warning, you might find some of what you hear distressing. Damn, I didn't do anything! Hey, I didn't turn your around. All right, all right, all right. The sound from the body cam of police officers from Memphis as they pull 29-year-old black man Tyree Nichols from his car and then beat him. Tyree Nichols was pulled over before pepper spray was squirted into his face. He was then dragged out of his car, kicked, punched and hit with a baton while lying on the ground. Later in the video, he's heard screaming for his mother as the beating continues. Three days later, Tyree died. His neck had been broken. Speaking to the media, his mother, Rovon Wells, says it's painful watching what happened to her son. For a mother to know that their child was calling them in their need and I wasn't there for him, do you, do you know how I feel right now? Because I wasn't there for my son. The city's police director says the actions of the five officers who've been charged with murder were heinous, reckless and inhumane. Yeah. They're going to stop killing our brothers and sisters in this city. These people were among hundreds attending a vigil and march in Memphis. It was heartbreaking. It was very, very, very hard to watch. I'm praying for Tyree Nichols' family. Very sad about the video. It definitely was disturbing because it was men that looked like me. They killed a man that looked like me as well. We are here for Tyree. There have been protests, though, across the U.S. For Tyree to see justice. Including this rally in New York. But for all the victims of this racist police brutality. The Times correspondent Hugh Tomlinson is in the States. There was obviously fear that we'd see a repeat of the summer of 2020 of the George Floyd murder and which obviously sparked nationwide protests and sort of and global Black Lives Matter protests. That has not happened so far. He says the incident will yet again raise serious questions about policing in America, but says it's what happens in court that will really make the difference. Nichols' own mother was at home, yards away from where her son was uh, was beaten, has compared the incident to the Rodney King beating in, uh, in Los Angeles in 1991, and that obviously sparked outrage at the time, but it was the acquittal of the officers charged in that case that sparked the LA riots. 
At least seven people were killed after a gunman opened fire at a synagogue in Jerusalem on Friday evening. The latest attack comes amid rapidly escalating tensions between Palestinian militant groups and Israeli security forces. Police said the gunman arrived at around 8.15pm and opened fire, hitting a number of people before he was killed by police. Speaking at the scene of the attack, this is Israeli Police Commissioner Kobe Shabtai. We are facing an attack, one of the worst attacks we have encountered in recent years. An incident of a terrorist who arrived and started shooting. The attack, which police described as a terrorist incident, underlined fears of an escalation in violence after months of clashes in the West Bank, culminating in a raid in Janine on Thursday that killed at least nine Palestinians. There was no initial claim of responsibility for the attack, which took place on International Holocaust Remembrance Day, but a spokesman for the Islamist movement Hamas said it was connected with the Janine raid. Shortly after the incident, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu visited the site. The Prime Minister who returned to power this year at the head of one of the most right-wing governments in Israel's history, said Israel was not looking to escalate the situation, although he ordered security forces to be on alert. I want to stress that we need to act decisively and calmly. I urge people not to take the law into their own hands. For this purpose, we have the army, police and security forces, and they will act and continue to act according to the cabinet's instructions. Friday's shooting came days before a planned visit by the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, to Israel and the West Bank. The State Department condemned the attack, saying there would be no changes to Blinken's travel plans. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events all in just 10 minutes. Coming up, the search is on for a tiny but deadly radioactive capsule lost in Australia. And Rick Astley sues Young Gravy. To New Zealand now, where emergency services are helping people affected by floods. I have been in this community my whole life, 45 years. I've never seen it like this. The country's biggest city, Auckland, has been left devastated by torrential rain. At least three people have been killed, thousands are without power and hundreds have had to be rescued from flooded cars and homes. The city's airport is affected too. Overseas flights won't restart until Sunday. This is an unprecedented event in recent memory. New Zealand's Prime Minister Chris Hipkins says a conversation needs to be had about how climate change is making events like this more common. But for now our focus is on making sure that we support Aucklanders through this. A seven-day state of emergency has been announced. An urgent search in Western Australia is underway after a tiny radioactive capsule went missing. It contains radioactive cesium-137, which could cause serious illness if touched. This is Western Australia's Chief Health Officer, Andrew Robertson. If you have contact or have it close to you, you could either end up with with skin damage, um, including skin burns, over a period of time. And if you have it long enough near you, you could, it could cause what's known as acute radiation sickness. It became lost between the town of Newman and the city of Perth in mid-January. That's a distance of about 870 miles. The public has been warned to stay away from the capsule if they see it. Our concern is that somebody will pick it up, not knowing what it is, think, oh, this is something interesting, and, you know, keep it put it in their room, give it to somebody else, not knowing what they are actually dealing with. So our concern is to really bring it to the public's attention. 
He added that the capsule appears to have been lost during transportation between mine sites north of Newman and in northeastern parts of Perth. He said it's very small at around 6 millimetres in diameter and 8 millimetres high. The amount of radiation it emits is around 2 millisieverts per hour. That's like receiving 10 x-rays. It's also the equivalent to the amount of natural radiation somebody would receive in a year just by walking around. In sport, Kane Reeves has the latest ahead of the Australian Open final and those pictures of Djokovic's dad and Putin. Novak Djokovic says his whole family are against Russia's war in Ukraine after his dad was filmed with Vladimir Putin's supporters at the Australian Open. Djokovic says his dad, Sergeant, thanks fans after every match and takes photos with them. And the whole thing has been misinterpreted. The photo that he made, he was passing through. I heard what he said in the, in the video. He said, cheers. And unfortunately, some of the media has interpreted that in a, in a really wrong way. So I'm sorry that that has escalated so much. Djokovic will play Greece's Stefanos Tsitsipas in the final at Melbourne Park after the world number five reached his 10th Australian Open final with victory over American Tommy Paul. Singer Rick Astley is suing rapper Young Gravy for allegedly using an impersonation of his voice on a recent single. Astley's 1987 hit Never Gonna Give You Up is featured in Young Gravy's song Betty Get Money. The song features an alleged imitation of Astley's vocals, which the singer said he had not agreed to. The rapper and his team allegedly cleared the use of the underlying musical composition. Because of this, they were able to recreate music and lyrics from the original song for their own track. Astley's lawyers say that a license to use the original underlying musical composition does not authorise the stealing of the artist voice in the original recording. Young Gravy has not yet commented. And finally, to some bear cheek, quite literally. A black bear in Colorado has been caught posing in front of motion-detecting cameras, snapping hundreds of selfies. Most of the other animals at open space and mountain parks in Boulder simply walk by. Not this bear, oh no. I'll let Holly explain just how much this bear loves himself. It's off the scale. Anyone would think it's a bare necessity. On one camera, roughly 400 out of 580 images were of the same bear. I kid you not. The OSMP posted some of the images on Twitter, and it has to be said, they're pretty cute pictures. And that's your World in 10 for Saturday the 28th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.